0: Welcome to The Dial Van Bound. I'm Ian Garlick, here with another awesome episode with an amazing entrepreneur, mother, uh, marketing master, political advisor, and close friend, and uh, awesome creator of an amazing piece of software, uh, Jody Murphy Lane.
1: Just <laughs> shows how many times I've been married.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, man. hello
1: there, good friend, Ian.
0: <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because I'm like, oh, I, I just froze up because it, it, your email still comes across Jody Murphy when you email. Well, let's
1: her. explain. I, I, I got married two and a half years ago, so it's still kind of fresh in people's minds that my new last name is Lane.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, I still, I respond to anything. Okay. Especially can I buy?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it, it, it's also still on my phone as Jody Murphy. So that's
1: I think it's still on my phone as Jody Murphy too. So we're fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everyone now knows your name. That's right. Uh Jody, thank you for being on my podcast. I appreciate it. Oh, it's awesome. Uh Jody, um, tell me a little bit about your history. My history? Yeah.
1: Um well, let's see. I was born. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, in my professional life, I, I've always been a marketer. That's so all pretty much I've ever done. I started in the political world. So my first, uh, job out of college was to do direct mail copywriting for candidates running for office and did that for about five or six years. And that was. A really great start into the marketing world because political is very highly emotional. It's very fast paced. It's very biting, and um, you really jump into the deep end of the pool.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I can't imagine doing political marketing.
1: <laughs> it was fun. I actually really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I jumped ship from political to, to nonprofit, and uh, and did that for a few years. I worked for the Muscular District Association and did mostly event. Uh, fundraising at that point. I uh, took a little breather from marketing. We still did to market the events. but um, And then uh, joined back forces with an old friend. And uh, we opened an agency here in Orlando to focus on personalized communication. This was back before email and landing pages and all of that back in the early 2000s where um, people were still really heavily reliant on direct mail and what Looking, They were looking for how to create relevant messages to show up in people's mailboxes. And we focused on personalized print, um, then evolved a personalized email, then evolved to personalized landing pages. And all of our messages were very data-driven to drive home a message that was appropriate for the person uh, based on what their needs were.
0: Wow. And that was well before... We had all the personalized marketing that we have now.
1: That is correct. That was before you had an email delivery system like MailChimp and we had to code everything ourselves and it was uh, it was a lot of manual work. Um, you had to have a lot of spreadsheets and you had to really be uh, committed to the success that that kind of thing provided because it was very expensive. Um, but it was an exciting time to be in marketing because software as a service was just starting to evolve and really become a tool for marketers to, and business owners for that matter, to do marketing on their own and not have to rely on big, giant budgets and companies doing things for them. Um, and it's where I invented the software as a service that I'm hoping to talk a little bit about today, expect referrals.
0: So, yeah, tell me a little bit about that, about the invention of expect referrals and, yeah. and what it does.
1: So, um, it was, it was, uh, Around 2009 or 2008 and the economy had taken a dive and I was, I was uh, owning this agency and, and our price point for the personalized print was very high. And so we were losing clients. Our clients were struggling because they couldn't market because they didn't have the money. And, uh, a bunch of us got together and said, you know, what can we do? How can we help business owners, especially small business owners who don't have access to large budget budgets and keep marketing through this tough time so that they make it to the other side? And we sat in a room and we thought about, you know, what's available to us. Well, the one marketing tactic that was available to us, absolutely free that nobody was really talking about was word of mouth. Word of mouth is, if you ask any business owner, what's the number one way you get new customers? They say, well, you know, referrals, word of mouth. But yet nobody really does anything to create an, a systematic environment to get new referrals. And this became very clear to me during that time. Um, I'll tell you a little story. I, I used to go to a hair salon in Winter Park, Bangs Salon, actually. I think we have a mutual <laughs> mutual connection from there. And um, and the owner said to me, as I walked in the door, she said, hey, we got this new program going on. Um, it's a referral program. I'm going to give you these cards and put your name on the back and hand them out. And if you hand them out, anyone you give it to can come in and get a haircut for 10% off. And if you, someone of your friend brings it in, we'll give you a free shampoo. And I'm like, awesome. So I go, I put my name in the back of these 10 cards and I hand them all out. And I'm so excited for what I've done for this salon. And I come back the next time and they say, Jody, guess what? One of your friends came in. You get the reward. And I thought, wow, there's nine other people that said they were going to show up and get a haircut and you don't know who they are. That's the problem. Referrals are equated to new customers. But in reality, referral marketing is a way to generate new leads. And then from those new leads, then we can use all the traditional marketing practices we know to convert those leads into sales. But without some sort of online system to collect those leads, you just don't know they exist. So that's what we invented.
0: That's fantastic. You know, and I you know what I like about the story is not only the software you invented, but the way you invented it, because you saw you went and saw something that people actually needed and provided value. And I think a lot of people invent things that people think they, they might need and you know they're like oh i think this will be cool versus something that people actually need in in service um so you, you invented the software and tell me a little bit about how it works now
1: absolutely so our our goal was to make something that the average person could you could use so we didn't want anything that required any design skills or any coding skills so it's a very point and click um We also wanted it to be uh, fairly easy to put together if you didn't have a lot of background about what to write or what incentives to have. But we also wanted it to be very customizable Being that we have an agency background that if you had an idea for a kind of cool, complex program, you could have all these extra features there that you could, that you could uh, make something pretty customized. So it's, it's traditional software as a service. Um, you log in, you've got a dashboard, you've got the ability to create a referral landing page, which is where you drive your customers to, to make a referral. Uh, Those customers have to sign in using a name, an email address, and a password. Um, That's all the information they need. But if the business wants to collect more, you can create additional questions. Um, At the time, the only thing that the customer could do was send an email. But now we've got the ability for the customer to send an email, post on Facebook, post on Twitter, and send a personal link. And let me just take a second to describe those because they're pretty independently important. The email is a branded email in the software. The business gets to design what the email looks like and write what they want to write so that the right message gets to the referral. Um, and it's a good way to make a referral, but it's not the best. And most people think that's the creme de la creme, is the email delivery. But if you think about it, if I think, am that you want to go to my hair salon and I send you an email, I could be wrong. You could be very happy with who you have. And so that's a lead for the hair salon, but it's a cold lead. By using social media, when I post about the business on my Facebook page, now all of my friends and Facebook can see that. And in order for you, Ian to get the deal that the uh, that the uh, hair salon is offering to my refer my referral friends, you have to click a link and sign up to get it. Same thing with Twitter. So it's a much stronger lead because you've actually raised your hand and you've said, yeah, I want this 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 offer and thanks so much, my friend, for making it available to me.
0: Uh, that's great. And you know we talk a lot about this referral mentality because I think people are a uh, scared of it. B, they don't understand the offers. There's a lot of issues around it. I mean, if someone's thinking about doing, uh, you know, where do you think the biggest mental challenges are in, in doing a referral campaign?
1: Well, I don't know about mental challenge, but I will say the, the, the wrong approach. The, the, the biggest downfall to a referral campaign is having the wrong approach. Um, I love to consult. So when people call us up to ask for information about the software, we often go into a conversation about what they should be doing. And 99% of the time, they're focusing on the incentive. What should I offer? What deal should I give? What should I give my customer? Is it going to make me money? And that's not the most important thing. Now, I do agree that an incentive is important and people, especially with all the messages that are coming into their inbox and in their news feeds, they need something to hang their hat on to be excited about. But the first thing they should be thinking about is how do I promote it? How do I let people know that this referral program exists? Mm -hmm. Because if you have a brick and mortar location and people walk into your facility unless you give them a means to do it right then and there, chances are by the time they get home, they're going to forget about it. Mm -hmm. If you send them an email to remind them and let them know that the referral campaign's there, they may flag it to do it later, but they get busy, they forget. There's just a ton of interruptions and disruptions in a person's life that could stop them from making their referral. So the number one thing that people should be thinking about is, okay, I'm going to do a referral campaign. How can I make sure that enough customers know about it so that it can be successful?
0: And um, is expect referrals the answer?
1: <laughs> no, the expect referrals is not the answer to that problem. Expect referrals is the answer to making a referral campaign easy. So prior to softwares like Expect Referrals, and we're not the only one, I will be honest, we're not the only one. We started, there were only about three. Now there's about 25, which makes me happy because that means that entrepreneurs are getting the value to a referral campaign. So more power to them. But um, Expect Referrals takes the pain away from tracking, okay, John Doe is my customer. John referred Jill. Jill bought... She, then John had another one who came in, like keeping a track of all those things is a nightmare and people won't do it. So being able to have all the information tracked automatically is really vital. Also, the answer to expect referrals is, is linking up with other softwares. So you can, uh, we have an a- full API. So you can link up to MailChimp and Fusionsoft, you know, any CRM that you're using, any marketing automation tool that you're using so that if you, get that referral is a lead and not a sale, and you need to nurture that lead, you can create a follow-up campaign and it can happen, boom, automatically. And then last thing is the reporting. So any marketing, is this is true, no one has the right answer. The best way to know if you're doing well is by looking at the results. And we have a very extensive dashboard so that you can not only export all the data, but you can see at a glance in a chart, how am I doing over time? Did I suddenly peak? Oh, what did I do at that time? Oh, I ran a Facebook ad for the referral campaign. So being able to go in and at a glance, pull out the reporting of what's been going on so that you can make decisions about how you're promoting it and how your incentives are going. I think that's another role. Real- important value
0: that's awesome yeah and one of the big things i think is a huge value like you said is that lead is that list building because people spend so much money on facebook ads etc to get one email address that you know it it might be someone's fake email address and it's it's not a warm introduction but for not only the the, whatever you want to give as a referral even just a thank you card you know we've talked about like what's the best thing to give as referrals you get an incredible lead that is warm to you and now wants to hear from you and is kind of a friend already. And you make your other customer a little bit happier by giving them something else. for Probably for less than the cost of actually the acquisition of a lead through cold traffic.
1: Absolutely. And depending on what you sell, what you give your customer who referred you... Um, can also extend the life of that customer. So if you sell something, a product or a service that people use continuously and the reward that they get for referring you is a discount on using your services longer, then you very likely are going to keep that happy customer around a little bit longer. Um, and that's a choice to make. You know, if you don't do something that is, cont- that has continuity to it, maybe your, your reward is something a little more lifestyle based. Like, you know, if you know that your target audience are moms, you know, Starbucks gift cards, that's a really great incentive. Everyone needs a little caffeine when you've got little ones. And so it's really thinking a lot about of caffeine. I'm sorry, a lot of caffeine, a lot of caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> so being, you know, not just going, okay, well the easiest thing I could do is 10%. So let me just do that. But really thinking about who the target audience is, what my, um, what my service provides and how long they're going to use it. I mean, just being strategic like any other marketing campaign that you might do.
0: Uh, it, yeah, it, it, that's fantastic because it is. It doesn't need to be strategic, but there's so much strategy around it. And I'll say, you know, I, Jody knows the story, but w- you know, we helped one of our clients at Authentic Web use expect referrals in combination with Facebook ads. And I think our total spend at the time was a hundred dollars, and w- from cold traffic asking for a referral, we end up with eight hundred leads. Yeah, I mean that's it's amazing. A- 800 That's, amazing. Lead. That's a fantastic, warm lead list.
1: And you bring up a really good point. So, can I say who that was? Yeah, sure. It was a, it was a, a blueberry picking.
0: It was a blueberry farm.
1: Right. So, um, a blueberry picking farm. You as a you don't need to have an experience with that farm in order to send somebody the referral deal. So maybe if you're referring your financial advisor or your accountant or your dentist, you may not be comfortable sharing about that professional service provider with a friend until you've experienced them. But blue picking blueberry picking, it's like, yeah, um, I've never been there, but hey, let's Let's send it to my sister and let's you get the deal too, and we'll both go together. So those kinds of products I don't think you need to have it as a customer. It really, you can just start with, hey, uh, buy one, get one yeah. kind of a deal.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, I'm, I'm on the board of the Fiddler's Green 5K and um, we're going to use it. And it, people don't have to have been runners before, but everyone wants to do it together, especially if you have a group activity. It's a fantastic Why way to do it. there's
1: beer involved in that race too, isn't there? <laughs>
0: there's, yeah. Free beer. <laughs> uh, go to fidsgives.com. Um, <laughs> Anyways, shameless plug, shameless plug. (laughs) Um, I I mean, it all goes to charity. So, um, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the software. Well, running a software company because it's interesting how, you know, as you evolved expect referrals, the consulting part just kept coming back, kept coming back. And it's, it's not unique to you because I'm seeing this blend more and more often because people want to use the software, but they need someone to help them use this tool. Um, tell me about how that's evolved over time and, and, and how, how you're working it now.
1: Sure. So we made a decision early on, like I said before, that we wanted our software to be low price. So it's, we have two plans. One's 25 a month, one's 75 a month. Um, and, and, and we'll never go higher. We we only would go lower because I really want to make it available. Other referral software companies charge a lot more. And I get it. I get why they do that because um, they it, want to make a lot of money. Well, no, no, no. It's it's actually a smart business model, you know. Just to, to for that kind of money, I don't have the time to coach somebody through every single step of the process of setting up the referral campaign. I may have a consulting call, and I we do we do training. We we, we provide full technical support, which sometimes becomes very time consuming, but. What these other companies do is they will charge, let's say, two grand a month, but with that, they will do every part of it, um, which means they will have a conversation and they will come up with what the program is. They will set up the software. They will um, link up with the other CRMs. They will do follow-up marketing, all the things you need to do to be successful. And I get that because if somebody's not going to do it, if they're not going to take the time to do all those steps... Then the software that I sell is never going to help them. It's kind of like, you know, people call me and they'll say, my referral program is terrible. I'm not making anything. Spectreferral sucks. And I say something similar like, well, um, I, you ever thought about writing a book? Well, would you use Microsoft Office to write the book in? Well, if your book doesn't come out good, would it be Microsoft Office's fault? It's like it's software. It's meant to do a job. So you're right. I have evolved into. Doing a lot more consulting and um it's actually bringing me to the next phase of my career, which is uh where we're getting ready to to launch a new agency because what we what we saw the big need for was we can't we don't wanna we don't wanna change the business model of expect referrals because there are plenty of people that they've got it figured out. They just want the tool, they want it cheap and they know what to do with it, but then there are those that are like, okay, I need a little bit more help. And we needed to give them a, a path to do that. And in that path, what we're doing is we're focusing on follow up. So I, I talked about promotion as being one of the big, you know, the big things that people need to be thinking about when they start a referral program. But even more important is the follow up. So once you get those leads, they come in and where are, where do they fall in this, in the buying cycle? How do we need to nurture those leads into actually becoming customers? Because I see a huge trend right now with a lot of lead generation type of marketing tactics that are very expensive and very time consuming. And everyone's focusing on it. No matter who you talk to, it's like, what do I need to do to get new leads? How do I drive more traffic to my website? How do I get SEO to work for me? Blah, blah, blah. But what about those leads you got? Mm -hmm. What are you doing with those? Oh yeah. Cause you can do a lot less lead generation if you do a lot more lead conversion and lead nurturing. Yeah. And so that's the direction that I'm going personally is really taking the charge to help people figure out, okay, I got my lead. Now where do they come from? Who are they? What's, are they part of my target audience? Where are they in the buying cycle? And what do I need to communicate with them to continue to have them or have me earn their trust and then have them become my customer?
0: That's fantastic, yeah. And those those marketing funnels are so so important.
1: Absolutely. And there's a ton of tools now. Thank gosh. You know, I remember years ago, my husband is actually a developer, a software developer. He he created Expect Referrals as the systems architect, and he built a system called I Follow Up before the iPhone. I have to imagine, um, <laughs> that so it, and the idea was was that as a lead came in, we put a bunch of different. Things together to automate these email transactions so that we could continue to automatically follow up people. And now you got your pick. I mean, there are 20 at the top of my head that I could name that you could use at all different price points to create automated follow up systems that if you put all the strategy and all the content writing and all the thought process in at the beginning and set it all up, all you got to do is spend a couple hours a month looking at it and looking at the results and tweaking and A B testing. And it's easy say it's easy, but it's easier. It's easier to execute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's easier to execute and also, um, allows you to once to get it working to, right. have to have a machine. Absolutely. Yeah. That's Absolutely. fantastic.
1: Cause that's the one thing when you think about anything in your life, if you, if you don't really see the value, like, absolutely see the goal are 100% committed to getting to that goal when things get hard it's easy to fall off i'm, I'm a marathon runner so i know that firsthand yeah. <laughs> if i don't have a, a race to train for it's hard to get out the door and go run my miles so without these tools in place and and knowing what tools there are and how to set them up without that piece of the of the pie if it's a choice between doing inventory or writing uh, an email campaign. You're going to do inventory. If it's a choice between helping a customer make a payment or doing a marketing campaign, you're going you're gonna to do the, the day-to-day business tasks first.
0: Yeah, you know, the urgent but not yeah. important. Yeah. Um, so if someone was thinking about starting – I mean, I'm sure everyone listening to this, everyone out there has thought, I need a referral campaign of some sort or I need to get more referrals – What would you say is the very first thing that they could do that could get them a little bit of success in getting more referrals?
1: Um, well, I'm a huge believer in starting small. Um, everybody wants to, you know, come up with a big campaign and they want to do it big. And, and the problem with that is, is twofold. One, the bigger you go, the longer it takes to put together. And if it takes you four weeks to put a program together, chances are, or chances are greater along the way that you will get sidetracked and not make it. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is you're putting a lot of eggs in one basket. So I am a huge proponent of going small and testing, doing a little bit, seeing how it did, a little bit, seeing how it did. So I would say if you're interested in a referral campaign, uh, look at your customer base and say to yourself, do I have a group of ideal customers? Do I have like an A-list group of customers? And put together a campaign. I'm a also a big fan of giving people a reward for sharing versus just a reward for when their referral becomes a customer. Because it's a lot more fun to refer people knowing you're going to get something. And again, if you have the methodology that these leads are, th- these referrals are leads and not, and not actual sales, then what's the difference if you give away, you know, a $10 Starbucks gift card for 10 leads, you're paying a dollar a lead, or you go buy it from Axiom or Experian or something like that. So I would start small, look for a small group of customers that you know that are, that are going to do it, tell them it's a pilot program, tell them what the incentive is, you know, tell them and make sure that you, I, I mean, I, of course I want you to use expect referrals, but if not expect referrals, use a referral marketing software platform to make it easy for yourself um, and then and roll it out, roll it out in two weeks, not four weeks. Spend the time, if you want to spend additional time on hooking up that back end, the lead nurturing from the referral. It's always, you can always expand your referral campaign, but if you spend the time on making sure that if you get even 10 referrals from this short-term, um, A plus customer-based referral program and you get 10 leads and nine of those become customers, that's a big win versus spending four weeks and, and not getting nearly that kind of return. So that would be my, my first.
0: That's a plan. Yeah. That's a plan. That's a plan. That's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And hopefully some people execute it. You know, and, and I, one big point you made is be careful. We talked about before is, you know, those 80% projects then you get 80% done, yeah. 90% done, and then they sit there. Those are so dangerous. Yeah. On um, last episode, I think Ryan was talking about it. And, and, you know, I've had a couple of clients talk about it, you know, where you end up coming back. They end up coming back because they weren't clear right. or they spent too much time or they made right. try something too complex. We all, entrepreneurs, that are like, oh, yeah, right. I'm going to do this and this and this right. and this and this. I mean, I've done that once or twice or 10 times this week. <laughs> uh, this week. Uh, you know, we, I mean, it, it's, it's going to happen, but the more you can go consciously into it and say, I'm going to make it simple. And I like that two week rule. Yeah. Like, let's get that out.
1: Well, I think also the biggest thing, and I, I'll ask people this when, when I get on the phone with them, the, I ask them, what is your goal? What's mm-hmm. your goal with a referral campaign? Are you desperate and need sales? Are you looking for leads? Do you have a sales team that can follow up on those leads? Like, let's get clear about what the goal is. I know that everyone's end goal is to make money. Yeah. What's your immediate goal? And then create a, create a plan around that.
0: That's a great point. Yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah. Make a very achievable small goal. Right. That's fantastic. Cause then you can scale it. You can have expect referrals, right? And scale it or.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, something else, another little, uh, thing to think about is where are your customers spending their time when they're thinking about you? Are they online? Are they on your website? Like, do you have the kind of a business where they have to go to your website quite a bit in order for them to interact with you? If that's the case, then your referral campaign should be front and center on your website. If you're the kind of business that um a technician comes to their house once a month to do something, then the technician should absolutely have a card or something that they're reminding them um, to do that on that once a month. If they get invoices, it's like you really got to think through how do I touch that customer on a more continual basis? And that's how you communicate with them and make sure that you keep that referral program in front of mind.
0: Love it. And so If you guys want to get a hold of expect referrals, it's expectreferrals.com. And if you can't spell referrals like me, Jody will spell it for you. (laughs)
1: Uh, R E F E R R A L S.
0: (laughs) I always throw another F in the middle. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, so expectreferrals.com. Um, you know, a lot of people on here are looking to build lists. And even if you're, even if your end goal is, is to, Just build a list initially. Uh It's a fast way to build a list. It is. I mean, if you got a list of a thousand people that you're, you know, people are like, oh, my list is only 500 or 200 or whatever, and you're willing to give them something just to say, to tell someone else about you, it's a fast way to double your list. Absolutely. I mean, double your list with referrals. uh, What an amazing way that most people haven't looked at. You know, they're spending all this time on Facebook ads and everything, and I'm like, why not just go to expectreferrals.com? For 15 bucks and, you know, some Starbucks gift cards. Right. You're getting super warm leads added to your list.
1: Especially when it comes to social media. So I have a love-hate relationship with social media marketing.
0: I think everyone does.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it's a huge waste of time. So if you're not the kind of a company that really has invested a lot of time in growing your fan base and growing your followers and and it's really working for you, this is the best way to use social media because and, and we even have a report in the dashboard that shows you the total potential impressions that you could be getting when your customers are sharing on Facebook. So think about it. If I have 10 customers that, and this is math, you're going to have to tell me. So if I have 10 customers <laughs> and each of them post my referral offer on Facebook mm-hmm. and each one of those customers has a hundred Facebook friends, the potential number of people that see it are? A thousand. Correct. You, you couldn't buy a thousand impressions on Facebook that are that they're that, that connected. You could buy an ad and people are gonna be like, Yeah, whatever. That's that thing on the side, I'm not gonna click that. But a thousand times it shows up in someone's news feed where someone says, Hey, I use this company. They're awesome. They are letting me give you ten percent off. Click yeah. here for that. And so it makes social media possible, it makes social media marketing possible for business owners that just really don't have time to because it takes a lot, it does take a lot for social media to really become a value add in your marketing plan.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I was just talking to someone today that's spending, you know, between five and ten thousand dollars for the person to manage their social media. Oh, yeah, and, wow, wow, and that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah. you know. But if you have a big list and you, and you you have a high ticket item, yeah, it's you know, and, and this you know we talk about bricks and mortar businesses. But, you know, when you talk coaches, consultants, other software companies, Mm -hmm. you know, if people like what you're doing. They've got friends that will like what you're doing.
1: Absolutely. And, and so I don't want to get on my social media rant, but the other thing about social media that really bothers me is that I'm on Facebook. Maybe not Twitter so much, but if I'm on Facebook, I'm not there to look for a product or a service. I'm not there to be marketed to. I'm there to see what my friends' kids are doing and mm-hmm. I'm there to interact socially. So
0: stalk ex-girlfriends. No, well, <laughs> well, I don't have an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So if I'm there and all of a sudden I see this promoted ad that's trying to get me to do something, even if it's aligning with who I am as a business person, it's it's disruptive and it's not... I'm probably not going to take action or I'm going to think, oh, I'm going to go back to that, but it's really hard to find something again in your newsfeed. But if I see something like my friend Amy who said, just went to this bowling alley last night, my family had the best time and you and your family can go for $10 off, okay, well that... That, but it, that aligns with my thought process at the time. So, where I, I know that most people go to referral marketing with this, with email, and, and again, the software handles that. I can't say it enough that it's where social media and your business really, you know, collaborate perfectly together.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for that awesome information. Sure. I have a few more questions for you. Okay. What's the best book you've read in the past three months? I, we talk about audiobooks all the time. So, what's, or listen to?
1: Anything written by Simon Sinek.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Leaders eat last. Yeah. Uh, Start with why. Yeah.
1: Start with why. I think I've read three times and I'm not a reader. Um, uh, I, I don't, I, I mean, Ian and I have this, uh, audiobook relationship. He yeah. listens to stuff he tells me and I little, usually listen to it. But I saw him at a HubSpot conference a couple of years ago. Um, was very inspiring. Uh, he's just a real human being and he puts things into perspective. As an entrepreneur, it's very easy to get overwhelmed with tasks and goals and you forget about the human element to business. And, and he really brings that back for
0: me. And we talk about so much starting with why. I mean, we talk about in our videos and everything. Mm-hmm. Get your why. That's what, people're your small business, people want to connect with you as a person, right? People want to connect with you. And, uh, that, that's a great, that's a great book. Fantastic book. I suggest that to everyone. Um, and what's your uh, favorite quote or a quote you thought of? Or <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I have probably the worst memory in the world. Um, I have a daughter. She took half my brain. Um, so I don't have a favorite quote. But what I do have is a favorite person who provides me quotes every day, and that's Danielle Laporte. So, um, if anyone likes to just have a moment of inspiration every day, she sends it out. You pick the time. She sends you a quote every day. And it's always something that hits me in the face and goes, Oh, yeah, I really shouldn't let that upset me. Or I really should, you know, be reminded about the humanity in the world and not the fact that, you know, we're killing each other and things are bad. And she's just a very powerful person, um, who can take thoughts and put them into tiny little quotes. So I, I don't have a quote from her, but. She's, she's she'll, my quote person. She'll
0: go, uh, go-to for, I like that quote resource. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I think her app is called Truth Bomb and I have it set up at noon because it's right in the middle of the day. And every day on my phone, my truth bomb comes in, bam. And uh, there's some kind of cool quote.
0: Awesome to check that out. Um, and you know, we talk about mindset and you, you talked a little bit about the mindset of, you know, referrals, but we are always personally working on mindsets. What mindset are you working on right now? What for what, myself for yourself?
1: Um, that's a really good question.
0: Thanks.
1: Um, I, you know, I I mentioned that I have been in marketing for a long time. I mean, even though I'm only 27 years old, I've been doing it for 25 years.
0: You don't look a day over 21.
1: Thank you. Um, the 25 years part is, is true, and and I and I've done so many different things that I think I'm at a point in my career where I'm really trying to figure out what is true, what kind of marketing tactics are true. So there's a lot of things that you can do that, you know, kind of go on the left side of integrity or, you know, you're, you're kind of cheating somebody, but, but it works and you make money. So people kind of look the other way. And, um, I was introduced to the concept of inbound marketing last or almost two years ago. And for me, that is, um, that's, that's really the truth, you know, being able to be a resource for people and to be a, um, a source of information versus a source of selling and to be engaging that disruptive. And so I am at the moment really trying to shift my mindset into how I can be that for people as a, a consultant or a provider. Um, and referral marketing is always been that, you know, it's funny because I, I was doing referral marketing way before inbound became a catchphrase. And I think that is organic natural marketing as well. So that's really what my focus is right now for myself is, you know, how do I build a business around making sure that I provide business owners with long lasting, pure, good ways of, of reaching people that help their business grow, but also help their customers find what they need.
0: Wow. You touched on actually a couple of mindsets there. You know, the first one, I think what's fantastic that we talked about before is just the logical lies because there's a lot of marketing out there that seems and a lot of things in life, you know, even diet. Like, oh yeah, a fat free diet makes sense because right. I don't want to be fat when actually you need the fa- the good fats. Right. You know, but it, it's a logical lie. And the same thing happens I like that in marketing. Lie. Yeah. It, it's a, uh, we talked about it in, in, actually in the last episode too. Um, it's, it's so dangerous for businesses because not only does it take your, your money, it takes your time and your mental energy. And then you're like, marketing doesn't work. Right right and it's just that marketing doesn't work right but also the idea of just giving value that inbound philosophy it's it's tough if you've been an advertiser <laughs> or you know even people have just coming into marketing thinking it's advertising they just want to advertise buy now buy now buy right. now it's right. a value 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 and that's that's fantastic and it's something you have to work on constantly
1: well, and I think most people, if you ask them what they would respond, I find this interesting all the time. I, I talk to marketers and they'll you know, they'll say, Well, um, I did this campaign and, and my offer was this and my headline was this and this is the tactic we took, and I say to them, Would you have responded to that? And they go, No. I would have thought it was crap. I would have thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> but I fast forward through commercials or I don't I don't ever click on things on Facebook or but that's what they're selling. Yeah. Well, okay. I get that there are hundreds of thousands of different, different opinions out there about what people respond to. But let's, let's take a step back. And if you're a professional and, and you wouldn't actually do what you're selling, then, then maybe there's a problem there. And I do, uh, I do a presentation about inbound and I talk about how no longer are people waiting by the door for their postman to show up to give them some piece of information about what they need to buy. People know what they need to buy. And Google has changed all of that. We now look for the information we need in order to make the buying decisions that we need to make. And as soon as marketers get that and all they need to do to be successful is to be the provider of that information and to help, they will, the customers will come. Yeah. But they you know, it diff- won't come
0: in necessarily tomorrow.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you, but you still can prove it. So that's another, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> we don't have time for that today, but being able to track every single piece of content that you do and track the individual person as they move through the stages until they actually become a customer is vital to making sure that inbound isn't a waste of time because inbound can become a huge waste of time posting on social media, writing blogs, writing articles, Mm -hmm. doing eBooks. You don't see immediate return. And so it would be easy to say, Oh, I'm getting customers. I'm doing marketing. It's working. Yeah. But without really tracking every level Of what you're doing in order to prove that, oh yeah, the blogs I write that are how to's are working so much better than the ones that I write about some generic topic. Mm -hmm. Then that's going to, it gives you, puts you in moving in the right direction.
0: Awesome. So move in the right direction.
1: Move in the right direction. Thank you
0: so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I I feel like it's taken a while to get me
0: here. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, we've had a little a tough time connecting. Yeah. Um, Jody Lane, Expect Referrals. Thank you so much.
1: And just a little, little plug, if anyone is interested in using Expect Referrals, when you get to the page, there is a button that says share. Share it with your friend. Share it with yourself. 10% off for life. That's awesome. So... And if you share it with somebody and they become a customer, we do uh we offer you $10 that you can either get in the form of a gift card or we can donate it to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which happens to be the the charity close to my heart.
0: Awesome. That's fantastic. Well, thank you, thank so, you so much I... for being on and expectreferrals.com. Try it, test it out, get a referral campaign going. Do it. Thank you.
1: Bye. Bye.